Buzz listeners, you are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users and not for irresponsible cannabis users. Brought to you by thestonermom.com. That's me. I'm the Stoner Mom, aka Catherine, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful husband, David. Javert. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. Right now, I have a dog's face directly in my face with his terrible breath. Make him go away. Please go Go! away with your breath. Go on, go. Go lay down elsewhere. We're recording an award-winning podcast right now. Okay, so here, now that's it. Let's get into libation corner. What are you know why? Yeah, because when I start libating, he walks away because he's like gross. Gross. Libation corner. (laughs) What kind of drink did you make for yourself there? Well, wife, I'm drinking a Bloody Mary, which is uh, made with some kind of local Colorado uh, Bloody Mary mix, which is pretty good. It's a little spicy. And then, Local. I, and then we have some Icelandic vodka, small batch vodka in here, which I don't know the name of it, but we saw it at the liquor store and we're like, let's drink vodka. And we got it. And it's delightful. What we went it? to the liquor store for vodka because mm-hmm. your sister came to town with vodka <laughs> and Bloody Mary mix and made us Bloody Marys with gigantic celery stalks. Which knocked us on our asses. Well, it's because our glassware is inappropriate for Bloody Marys. You're supposed to have a small glass, but all our glasses are gigantic. It's true. So she poured us gigantic Bloody Marys that we drank for the entire morning and afternoon. And we're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm messed up. We're like, we're going to drink these all the time. And we, yeah, it was like, why don't we drink vodka? So, so I've now been, we're drinking vodka. And I've been mixing vodka with all sorts of different sparkling waters. And you love it. Uh, one of our members, Erica, turned me on to the bi-sparkling drink, yeah. the bi-bubbles stuff. They also have a ca- stuff that's not bubbly, mm. but I don't think I would like that. Um, and so I've been adding vodka to that. I love it. And your drinks are so colorful and beautiful. And they're so colorful now. So right now I'm drinking that Icelandic vodka and... Um, Peach nectarine sparkling water. And it's great. I'm glad you like it. I'm well, also smoking. What are you smoking on? Here? I'm smoking some new stuff to listeners. I'm smoking Rainmaker, mm-hmm. which a uh, husband harvested when? Two weeks ago, I assume. Yeah. And that has only been cured one week. So. It's not bad. And then I pressed a bunch of rosin out of it, too, and it was just exploding with rosin goo. So there. There's two bog rips. I've got the gurgler out today. I really love this bong. It's dirty, and it's hard to clean. You love that. But I love it. It's such a big bong, right? That's an impressive bong for people. Yeah, for sure. You love it. You guys can't see it, but it's cool. Yeah, it's got a honeycomb thing on the bottom. That's a Wait, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it, a honeycomb is, that's not a honeycomb. I thought that was a honeycomb. A honeycomb, it's flat and it has I know, like. I thought that was layers of honeycomb. Uh-uh. Honeycombs are little and hexagonal. Huh, okay. That's all rectangles. That's weird. So it's like cubes in a cylinder. I don't understand it. Anyway, it's cool. I have a, uh, so anytime there's, they're just like slots, right? Yeah. But the hex, I'll show you, because I have a small diamond glass piece with a 
Excuse me. Oh, yeah, you do have that. With a honeycomb mm-hmm. perk. And it's very clear when you see a honeycomb because it's... Dank, Dank Geek is sending you this cool bong made by a company called Black Sheep. Oh. And it's got... It's like that one, only it's like three levels with... Is it a big... Shower heads in it. Is it bit? Ooh. I love that. I think so. Anyway, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to like strain my brain trying to like... Because every month we... Every once in a while... Well, we have a couple people we work with religiously who are like, what? What do you want this week? You know, month. I mean... And now I'm at the point where I'm just like, God, what are we going to, what can I get that's different? I mean, you know, so you got to find a cool bong or a lot. They all have cool vaporizers now, too. Ooh, that stuff looks good. Um, yes. And lastly, for Labation Corner, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I am dabbing some Rainmaker mm-hmm. as well because David pressed a bunch of that. And um, I love it. Yeah. I'm using my. <laughs> Um, big ass cinder witch torch from Smoke Cartel. Hey, we have an extra one of these, don't we? To give away. Oh my God, where is it? I don't know. It's somewhere. I think it's still wrapped up somewhere. It is. Well, shit. I got to do that. How am I going to do that? Just do it on Instagram or something. Okay. But do you, you hear know, me, guys? Yeah, there's a giveaway coming that up. we haven't thought about or put up yet, but it's coming. And this follow piece, me on Instagram, by the way, people. This piece you can't get anywhere right now. You can't. So if you really want one of these, this is the gold. Well, they're all this this pretty gold color. It's called the Nymph by Sash Supply. And it won the runner up for best glass in, I think, this year mm-hmm. uh, in the Cannabis Cup. So 2018. So it's a cool mini dab rig. It's a nice small size. And I've been using it and the torch more than my e-nail, which I've been using for years now. Well, a year for almost all of my dabbing needs. So I tell you, it just takes having a nice torch that you like to make you, uh, to inspire you to, can you hear that bass? Yeah, there's some bass. Do you think our listeners can hear it? No. All right, whatever, guys. That's Libation Corner. What's going on with you guys? What's going on with you? So much. (sighs) Sorry we were gone and we didn't have an episode last week. But you know what? I kind of like having bi-weekly episodes. You do? Or every other week. Hmm. I do. Okay. But we don't have to do it. It's just Maybe we should do that in the summers. Maybe. When it's hard for us to keep. That's a good idea. In the summers, we'll go (sighs) bi-weekly. Okay, I'm doing a dab right now, so excuse my silence. Well, guys, we just got back from vacation. Uh, this is Monday. David's back at work. Um, <coughs> it's my kid-free day after a week in Nevada with the girls and David. Hung out with my parents. Um, we're very, very hot. Oh, my God, yeah. Spent a ton of time in a nice pool. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, sorry, honey. <coughs> I just did standard putzing around family vacation thing. In a casino. Oh. And we gambled. Oh, we gambled a little bit. And it was kind of fun to gamble. I 
fucking suck at gambling. What you know, the hell? It's not that you suck Well, first at of all, for gambling, all. we really just mean like video slots or yeah, slot Yeah, well, you hit a button, so there's no skill involved. So it's just those things. And some people really enjoy it. And I could get, if I had like, I don't know, a good chunk of time, you know? Yeah. And a nice bankroll, which wouldn't even have to be that much. But like a good three or four hours. Yeah. Maybe I would have fun doing that yeah. if I was drinking the whole time, you know? And yeah. oh my God, I saw somebody vaping. Because you know, everybody smokes in those things. My poor children were exposed to so much secondhand smoke. It was un- unreal. Nothing like the stoner mom's house, I'll tell you that. Right? That's right. Um, Meaning there's none of that here. No. <laughs> so anyway, but you know, it's all part of going to Nevada. Um, I mean, what you're really smelling is the carpet that's filled with cigarette smoke. Yeah. That's how I view it. It's like, because that's the one constant thing throughout the whole place that's just everywhere. It's that carpet. And it's just infused with decades of cigarette smoke. Yeah. So I broke a couple machines and put them out of service. (laughs) You won at Mystical Unicorn. I sure did. Tell them about that. Well, I played this video machine called Mystical Unicorn because I thought my daughter loves unicorns that are <laughs> mystical. And this one looks fancy. Yes. So let's do it. So, you know, it was one of those things where you bet like it has the what I here's my takeaway from gambling this week, past week, um, last week. For play video slots. So, you know, you want to look for the machines that have the most lines to bet. So, like, some will have max five lines. Some will have max 30 lines. I played one that had, like, max 90 lines, okay? So, I always bet the max, and then I was, like, in the middle. So, I was like, bet double, not just one, bet double on each line, which I should have bet, like, four or five. But I put five bucks in the machine, and then I hit some crazy mystical unicorn combination. <laughs> and then all this shit started happening. It was like, and this gaming guy walked by, and he was like, oh, you hit it. And I was like, and I thought he was joking. It was like, yeah. And I was like, what? What did I win? Like 20 bucks? I go, oh, it's like 20 bucks. And he goes, no, that's 200. You're a two kid. It's going up. So I like won 250 bucks. Yeah. It was so fun. And then I was just like, I'm done. Tell them what I'm doing. So right now, Catherine is over at her sneak guard, sneaking some weed into her grinder. And now she's coming back and she's. My beautiful wife, and I love her, and she's so tan. And oh my god, how my... tan do I get in like thirty minutes of direct sunlight? Catherine just walks outside, and like a ray of sun hits her. And she's like, "Oops!" <laughs> and she's brown. And I'm like, god. And I'm "My like, tits are so white right now. It's crazy. <laughs> it's multicolored." And then um, I like am spraying sunscreen all my head and face and every body part and slathering on gels and creams that are SPF everything just so I can go out there and like live in the shade you David know. is Dutch and Irish and he's also a, a ginger despite what yeah, you may think man. a secret ginger he is a secret ginger so yeah he dyes his hair black and gray it's <laughs> <laughs> not black it's brown it's not black uh-huh. it's brown it's dark brown your hair is black and gray in only on the sideburns. Okay. I just don't think it is. I but I agree is. with you. Who cuts your hair? You do. My wife. I go to a little place called Knockers and get my hair cut. <laughs> don't 
tell them our role play. <laughs> okay, long ago, I made up a place called Knockers because <laughs> I was making fun of all those stupid places that men get their hair cut. What is it? Sports cut. Anyway, I'm like, Rooster. Whatever. I'm opening up fucking Knockers. It's called Knockers, and only chicks work there. Okay. Okay. And so that's what we pretend whenever right, I'm cutting his hair in the, in the um, bathroom. Yeah. And you pretend. While smoking weed. Yeah. And you're my <laughs> knockers attendant. And I'm usually pretty surly, right? Always. You're always surly. You don't get any, any touches or anything like that. No you? way. I don't get any happy endings. This is a professional establishment. Yeah. Except for this is the bong. The bong. Yeah. And I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> but you got you're fully clothed. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, that's knocker. Right, and we usually listen to a podcast well, like yeah. the dollop when we're doing it. <clears throat> Not doing it, but when I'm cutting his hair. <laughs> yeah, that ooh, with the in the hair. Ugh. Ugh. That would be terrible. Uh, what else is going on with us? So we went to Nevada. We did that. You won two hundred fifty dollars, yeah, and I was very end. proud I'm of you. I lost. Fucking everything you gave me, which was not much. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Listen, you didn't. I wasn't doing it right. We won. It's not that you weren't doing it right. Look, here's my philosophy on gambling. You choose how much money you're going to spend, okay? And you put that in your left pocket, okay? And then everything that you win goes into your right pocket. So if you are spending $80 and you win six cents, you should have six cents in your right pocket, okay? The end. So, like, if you win, like, ding, 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 and your voucher says, hey, you're up, you know, $200, you hit cash out. And then you put that voucher in your right pocket, and then you pull out another $10 bill from your left pocket. So, anyway, that's my, that's my, that's Dave's book on gambling. I'm going to write a bestseller. Oh, my God. <laughs> because he's played these slot machines one time. That's right. That's, I'm just telling you, hey, I won. I'm an expert. You did. Also, always play Matt, Mystical Unicorn. Yeah, only play. Actually, only play Mystical Unicorn. But the funny thing is, is like before we went and played any of these fucking machines, I think you did this too, baby. We both got on the internet and were like, "What's the secret to winning slots or whatever?" You know. And I don't know which one you saw or watched, but I watched some guy who claims I don't watch videos. Well, I watched a video because he had like a best-selling book and. Then he like interviewed all these Nevada Gaming Commission people, uh-huh. and the, and the pretty much pretty much the unanimous thing is like there is absolutely no thing involved. It's completely random. I mean, like, and this guy sells a book, so you can hear him read him read that read that that it's all random. So it turns out there's no tricks or secrets at all. It's all random. Okay. Okay. This is the way you do this in every podcast. We're all say something, and then you'll just be like, God, I wish you'd shut up. <laughs> I'm like, with your mind. And I'm like, gambling book. <laughs> all right, come on, let's go. <laughs> anyway, so what else has been going on with us? We went to see Les Miserables last night. We sure did. And, which was my first time ever seeing it. And, hey, and I'm a big um, <clears throat> fan. fan. Of it. And so it was a big lifelong dream of mine that my husband fulfilled for me for my birthday or anniversary. We're not sure which. No, we are sure. It's your birthday. It was for my birthday. What did we do for our anniversary? We went and we ate at Capitol Grill. (coughs) Oh my God. I had to sneeze so bad. (laughs) Sorry. 
<laughs> it took over. You have a cute sneeze. Oh, no. No, I don't. I have a powerful sneeze. I make it all come out of my mouth so that I never will have like a booger fly out of my all nose. Right, okay. That's my tech. That's Catherine's technique for, for the most attractive sneeze. It's very attractive. Make it all spit. <laughs> so talk about your Lay Miz ex- experience. That was your lifelong dream. It was my lifelong dream. And it was at the Buell. And it wasn't a huge production. And I liked it a lot. And everybody was really good. And Javert was sexy. And Jean Valjean was fine. And all of the girls I thought were wonderful. The women. The the one thing about Lim is was the security was off the chain. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the hell was that about? I don't know, but it was like very anti marijuana, and yeah. it said it straight up on there, like no marijuana or non prescription drugs. And they had like people searching, and I've never ever experienced that when like going to the fucking Nutcracker next door. Right. So I hope that they ever have- and like there's all sorts of kids and stuff. It was like super. It was completely like going to see Lana Del Rey or Kendrick Lamar or something. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, when you're literally, like, trying to smuggle in drugs. So, of course I was trying to smuggle in drugs. I didn't think I was going to have to smuggle in anything. I thought I was just going to walk in and show some kindly person our tickets. No. It was purses open, get out your cell phones. Bend over. Go through the metal detector. And so they looked through the purse. So I had to, we had to go back and put back my vape pen, my concentrate, my CBD cigarettes, because I figured that would just like confuse everybody. And yeah. even though on the back it says like point whatever THC, like none. Hi, there's a baby kitty. Um, but I did manage to keep my edibles, which were lucky edibles. Those are, that's my blatant plug for my girlfriend. Jessica, I love those edibles, lucky edibles. They're mints and they're the bomb and you can sneak them into um, Le Mis. So you can get nice and fucked up around the second act there. When your dog is barking. I'm sorry. So yeah, we saw it and it was awesome and you loved it and I loved it. What was your favorite part? Did you have a favorite part? Um... Yeah, I like the very end, like I was saying, when Jean Valjean is dead and all the ghosts are greeting him and the ghost of the priest who took him in in the beginning to give him a second chance in life greeted him in the afterlife and hugged him. And that brought a tear to my eye. I was like, oh, look at that. People can be redeemed. That's what I thought. What about you? (laughs) Well, I cried through most of it, especially the whole beginning act. so I cried, and yeah, I guess we feel weird because we just talked about this. Yeah, we talked about it on our pre-roll show. Um, but anyway, I have to change my mind, fix my brain. I haven't talked to anybody about Lemiz. So for me, all my favorite parts about Lemiz are um, Fantine and her whole deal and her fall and inability to care for her daughter. Yeah. Um, Cassette. And then uh, I love Cassette so much for the rest of it. And I love watching her like become a young lady and fall in love and shit. And you like and it ex- when she sings with her mother. The whole thing time is like space. protection of her, you know, and I just love that. I get, I get super behind it. And, yeah. um, but my all time favorite character in all of them is, has always been Javert. And so, uh, 
<sighs> Ever since Russell Crowe fucked up his character so epically and horribly with his terrible singing, I've been needing some redemption in some capacity. So it was very, very nice to be um, surprised with such a wonderful and manly and baritone, you said. Yeah, he was extremely bare. Uh, Javert at last night's event. He, I mean, he, he sings so low. Ugh, it's like, like he was growling. It's like he's vibrating the chairs. Ugh, yes, I love it so much. And he was very tall and um, commanding. And Jean Valjean was great. Everybody was really good. Everybody sang really, really wonderful. Oh, I thought so. Um, so, yeah, it was just, you know. It was nice. It was nice to be on a date with you. It was right after we got back from Nevada. Like we got back Saturday, Sunday, La Miz. Today is Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been singing all day and I haven't listened to any music. I'm yeah. only listening to podcasts That's right. right now because I'm preserving it in my brain. But if you were to sing, you would sing red. Oh my God. Anyway, yes. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's all. That was our Lemon's experience. It was wonderful. Eponine was, what do you think she was? Oh, I think she was Filipino. No. Why not? I don't know. I think she was something else. Did you look at her last name? No, what was it? It's Filipino. Was it Spanish sounding? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I was like, I think she's Filipino. Man, does Epi always get to be a Filipino person forever so, now? They recognize Filipino talent when they see it. That's, you know what I mean? That's Mulan's uh That's doing. right. That's right. That's who set that bar, man. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway. So wait a minute. Ep Eponine was Mulan and Eponine. You mean the real Eponine? You mean Leah Solange or whatever her yeah, name is? Yeah, Salonga? Yeah. Yes, she is all of those Disney people that I've told you because she's yeah. like, I think she's Broadway Cinderella or whatever. I don't she remember. is no joke. Oh my God. She's like crazy award winning, even more than Mom and Daughter Stoned. <laughs> um, but she's what? Mulan and she's Mulan! other things. And yeah, she was Epi and Eponine in Les Mis. And I think she was also. Oh, she's like Madam Butterfly. Holy mackerel. And and I think I've even seen her as Fantine. Wow. But um yeah, that lady's crazy. I'm sorry I don't know her name, but um I I, I that's all I know. Goodbye. Let's move on. All what right, else right. has been going on with us? Are we done talking about what's We're going done. On? Jeez, Jesus enough. Christ. Who cares what's been going on with right? us? Right, enough. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Hey. Uh -oh. oh my God. It's time for Max's barking corner. <laughs> okay. Shout out corner. Shout out. Shout it out, baby. Shout it out. The easiest way to help the show is to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, which could maybe be fucking Spotify now because what? we're on Spotify. So yeah. tell your friends your favorite podcast is Mom and Dad are Stoned and you listen to it when you're stoned and, you know, clean, and Spotify clean is your awesome, bedroom or whatever. By the way. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, I haven't used, so I used to totally be on Spotify and have all sorts of playlists and shit. And, um, and then when I got a divorce, I changed everything to Apple. I'll tell you what, honey, if, if I was a wealthy man, yeah. I would have both. I would probably even buy title too, but probably not. I would probably, I would probably have Apple. I would have iTunes. That and money goes straight to Blue Ivy, man. And yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like the pants I'm wearing right now. <laughs> but I would have both because Spotify does have things that iTunes just doesn't have. There's like a few albums and weird things that I had on Spotify that are just wiped out now because I'm on iTunes. My thing is like, I feel like everything that's not on Apple becomes available on Apple like fucking a day later as far as like new releases and shit. No, it's true. It's like they always get it like eventually somehow because like every artist wants to be on everything and Apple's thing is iTunes is fucking huge. Yeah. So... It's the most popular, I would think. It's all about like those game, those release games, you know, for um, for numbers. Anyway, whatever. What the fuck are we talking about? It's supposed to be. Re- <laughs> How is shout this shouting out? out? God. <laughs> oh I guess we're God. shouting out our opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our newest five star review in iTunes. This, by the way, is one of my favorite reviews we've gotten on iTunes. Catherine and Blavid make my life better. This podcast is perfect for when you want to sesh with some friends, but everyone gets on your nerves. Never stop doing what you do. Love the pre-roll show, too. Oh, come on. Well, that's super nice. I consider all the podcasts I listen to. Those are my friends. So (laughs) that's I feel the same way. So I like that idea for the antisocial because people get on your nerves. All right. Next, let's shout out the Slayers supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Madaz, M-A-D-A-S, that's us. If you want to contribute a small monthly donation to the show, shouting out Chad and Terry, Texas Mama Meg, Beth Ann, and Jody the Alpha Slayer. Always Love you the guys. Alpha we Always. adore you. Um, and then finally, our House Van Eaton shout out. That is our membership. We have a close-knit community of adult stoners who support the show, our business, cannabis, and ending the stigma, and they are fucking awesome. Members have access to exclusive weekly podcasts, bi-weekly sesh videos and vlogs, and monthly live sessions with me and Blavid. Learn more at thestonermom.com and click on the membership. Today we're shouting out new members, Mary and Nicole. What's up? Welcome. Welcome to the house. Welcome to our house. Go listen to our pre-roll shows that are only available on the membership site. Hey, get on those forums and go nuts. Yeah. I don't know. We got to talk about those forums, you guys. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. That's it. That's Shout Out Corner. Love you guys. Also, all of you listeners who only listen to the show, go to thestonermom.com if you've never been there. Like, come on. Just come on. Do you not want to know what we look like? I know. I see things all the time where people are like, oh my gosh, I miss your YouTube channel so hard. And it's like, just go to the website, man. Where it's all there. Everything is there. Um, well, not everything. Let's well, not lie. A lot of things. The majority <laughs> of everything. I have a week off of kid of mom duty coming up and I'm going to really fucking audit my website and stuff. Get ready. Get it all um, beautiful. Hey, not get, that it isn't already. Get but. ready. Okay, so anyway, get ready, you guys. Go to thestonermom.com and just just you checking it out and looking at it helps out the show. It helps us. Um, And that's it for that. Listener letters, y'all. 
Email us at momanddadarestoned at gmail.com. We just might feature your question on the show. At this point, you have a, a almost 100% chance of being featured on the show. Almost. Mm. So those are pretty good odds. So this is the time to ask questions. Hey, guys, I've been following your channels for almost a year now, and I love you guys. Thank you for all that you do. I'm a mother of two, actually three, since we just found out a few weeks ago we were expecting again. My latest is the child is 13 months, and I just rekindled my relationship. What does latest mean? Youngest? My latest is 13 months. Yeah. The newest. Mm -hmm. That's born. Okay. And I just rekindled my relationship with cannabis about a couple of months ago when my state of California finally legalized it for recreation. I just got off my anxiety meds as I'm pregnant and they're not safe and rather just stay off them until I give birth, which really sucks. What? Oh, what really sucks is I quit smoking weed as well. I'm not very educated with weed and pregnancy mixed together, and I'm absolutely terrified of CPS ever getting involved, although it's legal where I live. Plus, it's also hard enough... Hard trying to explain and educate my husband on the whole subject as he has never been a smoker, consumer of weed in his life. I've been looking at maybe partaking in CBD products, but was wondering your thought on that and what products you recommend. I did try a tincture from CB Distillery a couple months ago, but not sure if it worked or if I was doing it correctly. I do still currently breastfeed as well to my one-year-old. Um, I'd like to take flour or CBD products for anxiety, pain, relief, insomnia, and nausea. Thank you for any advice, recommendations, and help. What do you think of that, baby? I think that's great. Um, so what? I got, I kind of got the read that, okay, so you're not smoking weed, you're saying. No, you want to know about CBD. Oh, okay. So when you say flour, you specifically mean CBD flour, which would be really cool. I think. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, uh, you know, I'm all about mama getting to decide what um, she's going to do while pregnant and having an education, educated, you know, stance on it. Anyway, it sounds like you've done a little bit of research and stuff and you know what you want to do. Um, I would just say if you can, like, vape, like, hemp flower, you know, like CBD as opposed to smoking anything, that's always going to be, you know, kind of a lot better for you. And then um, the tinctures, it sounds, I don't know. Well, she said she did. Not sure if it worked or if well, I was doing it correctly. She said she did CB distillery. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, first of all, the first question is how many milligrams? Yeah. So you're supposed to take the oil and you put it underneath your tongue and you hold it there for as long as you can. Um and, you know, it's one of those things where you don't, it doesn't make you feel high or anything. Um, but if you get the right dose, I definitely feel like people feel something almost. I describe it as like a lack of anxieties yeah. or or just like more a negative like feelings um, that I'm kind of used to always having. And yeah. so them being gone. And for me, that feels like something. I totally agree. Um, and then David's had plenty of experiences where he's taken a lot of CBD and he's always been sensitive to this kind of stuff. And it has, you know, made him feel something like very anxious, you know, um, which is a very, that's absolutely not what you want from using CBD. You know what I mean? So I feel like if you didn't feel anything, 
and you didn't notice anything, that maybe it wasn't enough. Um, and if you already have the tincture, you can just try another dose, you know, just do two of the same dose or whatever. Double your dose. <laughs> Double <laughs> you know what? I, um, like, don't give up on that. Because if you're going off, you've gone off your anxiety meds. So we're trying to deal with anxiety. My experience with pregnancy is here. I feel like it's not uncommon, but it's also not everyone's experience. But pregnancy, I didn't take um, uh, my antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. And I was so chill and happy. So yeah, for me, um, just being pregnant, like really for whatever reason, always eased my anxiety. Um, I don't even know why I was talking about that. <laughs> but anyway, you've already been pregnant, so you know how you feel, you know? So if anxiety uh, management is what you're looking for, I would definitely revisit your tincture and um, try to double that dose and, and see if taking that for like five days or whatever um is helping overall with anxiety i you could also do like edibles you know like gummies and things like that um there's capsules you could take if you just want to be like super like it's a pill you know like a complete replacement of anxiety medication um that's the nice thing i feel about uh with capsules and they're super effective. You know, it's just about figuring out that dose. Um, I was on, I feel like pretty high doses of Zoloft and Wellbutrin and I'd been on them for years and I have a very high tolerance with everything. I smoke a lot of pot. So I have a really high CBD dose. You know, I take the whole dropper and I'll take more than a dropper if I need to. And then in addition to that, I'll supplement with all sorts of things like vaping CBD products or popping gummies or edibles or just different like consumable products like that. Um, and then, yeah, there are a ton of different uh, options out there. If you want to vaporize CBD, what do you think about that for a pregnant woman? I don't know. Would you stick with tinctures and stuff? I would. The thing about I vaping. Know. I mean, it's just the, it's the whole like, oh, my God, that's it looks like you're smoking. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't. It's not. Well, you're not smoking. Not at all. But I don't know. I'm mostly talking about like the other, you know, how anything like fairly new. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, like in, in my opinion, I think, first of all, getting a vaporizer and then getting hemp to smoke is going to be. A challenge. Well, you can do any sort of like CBD products, like, you know, yeah, like juices and all of that yeah, stuff. That's true. Um, like pre-filled pens and all of that. Um, the, the positive to vaping is that, so when you sublingually take a tincture, that's hold it under your tongue. That's the most effective absorption method that gets the most of the product into your body. Um, but when you vape it, it gives you like the most immediate response. So if you're having like an anxiety attack right then, or you're feeling whatever, you know, you can vape and feel better like instantly. Yeah. Um, and tinctures are pretty instant to be honest, but there's just something about, especially if you're already a, a weed smoker, <laughs> there's something about, you know, the ritual of smoking something, vaping something, putting something in your mouth and exhaling it, you know, that helps. Do you know what I mean? I do. 
Um, so anyway, the choice is yours, but yeah, I guess if you were going to vape it, the cleanest way would be to actually have hemp, like CBD rich hemp flour, which you probably have access to in California. And then using a vaporizer that, uh, vapes, you know, cannabis, regular flour. Um, or you could get a concentrate pen and get CBD wax. So you could do that. And if you do that, you want to look for like what kind of extraction. So I would say CO2 extraction. I would stay away from any kind of propane or butane Mm -hmm. extraction. Um, CO2. And then, yeah, then you get into like the pre-filled like pen world and stuff. And then to me, it's like you have all these other ingredients now that you have to like be concerned with as a pregnant person. So I don't know. Going the hippiest route is always the best. <laughs> and if the easiest way, I, I mean, it really might be to find something like um, an edible or uh, a tincture, you know, that you can just take and not have to think about so much like the whole. But for me, I like really combining um the different methods. So I think of my tinctures as like my pills. That's like my medication that I got to make sure that I take. And I don't even take it every day, but I'll take it like every other day. Um, And then all of the other stuff I do on top of that is for like on the spot management. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Medicine as needed, which is how it's meant to be. Um, So there, that's that. Um, I think CBD is a great route for, um, pregnant people, (laughs) you know, when you're trying to not smoke weed, you got to have something, um, the CBD is just such a big world and you live in a place where you can probably get all sorts of cool CBD products or you can order them online. And then, yeah, there's tons online. And, um, if you want to go try Medterra, it's on your shop site. Go to my shop site because I do have a bunch of different um, brands that I like there. But I will say, are we going to put CBD effects up there? We are. Yeah. I'm going to put my vape pen up there that I really like. It's my favorite CBD vape pen I've ever used um, by CBD effects, you guys. And the shop is at thestonermom.com forward slash shop. And yeah. You can get all of my stuff there. And a lot of times you can get um, discount codes and stuff like that by shopping through the Stoner Mom shop. So check that out. Good luck to you. Happy pregnancy, girlfriend. Um, And you know what? When that baby is born and um, everybody's done having their freaking drug tests, (laughs) (laughs) which I swear I haven't been pregnant in a long time, but it's like they, they test you when you're pregnant, like one time. I don't remember my kids ever having any sort of, you know, cause I mean, but I also never said I smoked pot, which I didn't smoke pot at the time. Um, but anyway, I don't know if it's different. And I know that you kind of sound like you're just too terrified to even learn about it, which is how I would be. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what they do. I don't want to know. I don't want to do anything that's going to upset them. So if you're hardcore about that, then you're need- needing to be looking into like isolate products, obviously, where it's just CBD. But I'd say once you're past all of the point of like drug testing and you're like back into breastfeeding and, and baby's fine and everything, get a full spectrum product um because those are the greatest you know yeah for sure get them um so there you go that's it listener letters email us you guys mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com bye it's media time what is our what is the latest in our media lineup
Mm, we were out of town for a week. So you watch out of town TV. Yeah. We saw a lot of commercials. Oh my God. Oh, let's talk about our favorite commercial. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But if you do live in that area. In Nevada. Which apparently is Vegas and all of the surrounding area and states. Watch out for the Lee's discount liquor ads. Lee's discount liquor ads were funny. And I was like, this is, I would shop here all the time if I could. (laughs) Uh, These guys are awesome. So uh, anyway, we watched Tom and Jerry. Volume one. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing? Yep. The whole thing. My dad skipped the racist episode. Which was good. He he took one look at it and was like, nope, well, we can't watch this. This is racist. This is racist. Look like, at that. That's. That was some growth. I, I'm like amazed. Uh, not that my dad's a racist person, but I'm just like. He's not, but you were like, oh, look at that. He was looking out for my little girls. Really? Like, wow. Good job. He likes exposing everybody to all sorts of Horrible devious things. things. Anyway, <laughs> so that was, up. but uh, Tom and Jerry was very, very. It was entertaining. Uh, entertaining. And there was a cat that was a girl. That just everybody really got a kick up out of, yeah. and it was so hideously girlish that it womanish that it it was it a was, woman with a tail. It was into uncanny valley territory where it was upsetting <laughs> yeah. and disturbing, and, and <laughs> it was. but it was so funny. Those cartoons, I tell you, they started out. Uh, subversive, and they still fucking are subversive. <laughs> they are. They totally are. So, anyway, Tom and Jerry. Um, obviously, our biggest media was seeing Limits last night, but we already talked about that. Um, we also watched. We came home from Limits and watched this week's episode of Sharp Objects. Yeah, not a lot happened. It was a short episode. It was cut like 12 minutes shorter than the other one. There was so, there was some sex stuff in this one. So you missed part of it that I think is kind of important for a non-book reader. What part did I miss? You missed in the beginning, she's showing the detective from Kansas City, which is where you're from. Oh, I have to tell you something about all this. Um, three crime scenes. And in police, you know, she's showing him like the, the places that locals know and a place he has to answer three questions on the record for her um and the first place is like some place where like some teenage uh lesbian couple committed suicide together and then the second place and this is when you were gone fetching me a snack i believe mm-hmm. was um called the end zone and that's where the cheerleader du jour has to service the football team. The whole football team? Yes. And so the flashbacks that we've been seeing are from that time when it was her turn or whatever. Um, and so you saw, I think you saw maybe a little bit of that. But anyway. She did, She had to have sex or? So yeah, in the book, it's just like very like realistic, like thoughts of like childhood kind of trauma. And it's all very to her, like explainable, like that's just how it is. And that's what they do and what, how thing, what, how life is and fucking wind gap. You know what I mean? Like from a very much like, that's not child abuse or that's not uh consensual sex, you know, because the child's because they're all kids you know what i mean yeah. um so she's 
it's a very like uh, defensive perspective, I guess. And that's the tone they took on the show as well. But I feel like if you didn't see her explaining the spot that it didn't make sense to you for the rest of the show when they were showing her in that spot as a kid when she has long hair and she's yeah. in the cheerleader outfit. The other thing I watched, well, my kids watched and discovered on vacation mm-hmm. was Double Dare, <laughs> which is the new Double Dare. Double Dare is obviously the iconic Nickelodeon show that I watched when I would get home from school. And we don't have Nickelodeon on our TV or anything. I think we can get it. Well, we need to get it, I think, because they loved, well, Tori loves Double Dare. Um, and on the, so they re, they redid Double Dare and it looks exactly the same. And it's the same disgusting obstacle course at the end <laughs> with the nose and the teeth and the ears and the, <sighs> all of that stuff. Um, but the original guy, what's his name? Mark. Mark Summers. Mark Summers is like the co-host. And his hair is all white. Come on. Are you hearing me? Yep. It's great. You never watched Double Dare. I wasn't a fan of Double Dare. <laughs> you were too old. Yeah. I mean, but it was like a... When you're a It kid- was like a game show for kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so good at that show as an adult. <laughs> I know all the answers. Oh, yeah, you do. One of the questions was like, what does the K in K-pop stand for? And none of the kids knew Are it. you kidding me? That's they awesome. had to do the physical challenge. You're like, um, Korea. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Korean. Um, anyway, that's all. Go check out Double Dare. That's <laughs> great. I did see one where a it's boy a was wearing like a plexiglass tube on his head <laughs> and a girl was throwing cabbage and she had to make it in the hole and he's like moving around. It was pretty funny. There are some difficult challenges, but the obstacle course is one that I feel like you have a really good chance of getting super far. There was this one uh, game show on Nick- Nickelodeon, I think, when I was a kid called, I think, Hidden temple hidden something in the something temple okay hidden something in the something temple <laughs> and i feel like there there it was like a whole temple you had to like run through at the final obstacle course and it was like impossible and like great big dudes would come out like polynesian dudes and fucking rough you up and just le- legends of the that. fucking <laughs> temple. oh my god and there's a big talking rock. Anyway, right into the show, if you know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> Hidden. Okay, anyway, I'm going to do another dab. There were fire, like those torches, too, right? So I On just, the walls. Yeah. Um, and you had to, like, find things in these rooms, as opposed to the double dare obstacles are, like, small things in one room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that fucking temple one was hard. Anyway, it looked hard. I was like, I ain't never want to be on that show. And then there was Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, and I knew a fucking person who was on that show. You did? Yes. And I can't remember who it was, but it was an Asian person in California. That, that was like <laughs> the Carmen San Diego show. Wasn't that one where it was like you sit at a desk, like a panel, <coughs> and they ask you questions, right? I honestly don't rem- remember the show until because I only remember the end, which is with the winner and you have a big map and you're standing on top of it and you have to know your geography and you have to place flags on whatever country that they name. And it was always was so fucking hard. Cause you know, like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't do it as an adult. No Fuck way. no. Um, so it was like, 
I yeah, that was another one that was like I never want to be on that show either because of that fucking map. So thing. was that show like a cartoon and then a game show, or a game show and then cartoon? It was or a, a com- game. It was a computer game and that became a game show. That yes, a cartoon. Yes. Wow. I know. <laughs> and I had that game, and it used to scare me. <laughs> it would frighten me. Like the criminals frightened me. Well, there you go. Anyway, I really. Well, that's media time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Now. I have a great topic for Cannabis Corner. What is it? Okay. I'm doing a dab right now. That's my torch. Um, My topic is how easy it is to travel with cannabis products. Right. In America. Part two. Part whatever. It's an ongoing series. Yeah, it is. Because wherever I go, maybe I'm going to want to bring things. So it all depends on where you're going, what you're doing, what you're bringing, um, and who's with you, right? Right. So I say that because when you and I went to Hawaii in whatever year we went, we brought actual flour, like cannabis flour like weed all up in our suitcase and on our carry-on <coughs> and we did that because it was me and you going on a fucking honeymoon and we want to have our adult substances and pleasures and that was a risk we were willing to take but we've never ever done anything like that traveling with kids do you know what i mean yeah. and so the things you would do the risks you would take for one trip are different than the risks you would take on another trip. And a lot like an international trip, you probably wouldn't bring fucking anything, right? Because that would be stupid to bring stuff overseas. Um, or like uh, different decisions one might make when like driving with cannabis. You know, we got a lot of people that drive into Colorado for weed, you know, and I don't know what the hell they're thinking driving out, but like you take a risk based on what you look like and what you're using it for and you know yeah and it's just a very personal thing so there's that um traveling as a family this time i took no cannabis um and when in the past when we would drive like i did take some once and then i've also driven when we didn't take any you know so it just kind of depends on you know how you're feeling, how much of a risk you're willing to take at that time. Um, so this time I took a concentrate pen. So that's that Sensi like luxury vape pen that I've been using a ton. If you go to my website, you can see it. Is that in the shop? Because I like that thing. Yeah, it is. Um, that's what I'm using for concentrates. And then I brought home pressed uh, rosin. Um, and I brought a very a small amount of it, and I just put that um, in the bottom of my toiletry bag, and it was in like a little velvet bag that it came with. And I took it all apart, like the battery and the cartridge, and I also cleaned the hell out of it uh, before we left. Like I wanted all of the like um, like smell and gunk and oil out of it and stuff. So I got all of that out of there. So it was just a clean device. Um, And then just pop that in there. I don't think anybody even fucking looked. And then I also brought edibles 
I took them out and just put them in um, a different container, just like a clear container. I took CBD capsules that very clearly stated what they were. Uh, And I took a bunch of edible mints, uh, lucky edibles, which just look like mints and they smell like mints, but they're 10 milligrams of THC in each of them. And I pop them like they're candy. And I got stoned at one point in in (laughs) Nevada from eating a whole bunch of those mints. And I loved it. I was so happy for it. So it's like, you get the benefits of taking a tolerance break because you're not smoking weed um, and still like being able to manage whatever you need to manage, wherever you're smoking pot in the first place, you know what I mean, um, with vaping and stuff. So I, I got to vape a little bit every night um, and you can just do that in your hotel room. It's like, it's amazing to me. It used to be such a... Uh, like chore, you know what I mean? You have to like roll joints and like fucking hollow out tampons and you know what I mean? Like do yeah. all sorts of stuff. But like nowadays, if you have access to um, like these different products, it's just so easy to go anywhere with them and be able to, you know, safely and responsibly use things that you have a fucking right to uh, wherever you may go. That's true. So that's so that. So there you go. You did that. And I it did was that. Awesome. I love that. Right? Do, you, do you have anything to say about traveling with cannabis products? Well, I mean, I'll tell you this much. I'm a lot less afraid of doing it than I used to be. Because when we went to Hawaii, I was like, Ooh. but I just think, you know, it's funny because one of the people I work with who actually own this company that I work with for says um, that he flies... Oh, yeah, I feel much safer flying with cannabis than driving with it. (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. For sure. So, right? Driving's a whole other thing. And if you're driving with your kids with weed, like, oh, holy fuck. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's like a nightmare scenario. Um, But, you know, I did feel good flying from one legal state to another. I will say that. Yeah. Not that I don't think it matters. I don't though. think it matters unless can, there's an actual... Right, but you can play ignorance. Like the Hawaii law. You can plead ignorance, I think. My thing is just like, um, bottom line is TSA doesn't give a fuck about your personal stash. No, they don't care. So if you just use a little bit of decorum <laughs> when packing it and stuff, and you really shouldn't have a problem. Um, don't, you know... Have stuff in your luggage that looks like bombs because that's what people are looking for. Right. And I just say keep cannabis stuff with like your toiletries um, and, you know, hide it if you think that's appropriate. And um, yeah, I just if it's just a small, normal, personal amount, I just really don't think like TSA is more likely to like steal it. You know what I yeah, mean? For than, sure. than for you to fucking go to prison or something. It's just not going to happen. Or they'll make you throw it away. And um, yeah. The, um, so we've done both the checked luggage and carry on and didn't have a problem. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just, you know, a very, uh, it maybe gives you a little bit of anxiety. It's like, don't ask, don't tell. That's why I'm saying the more you can do that isn't flower. The better. The better. But fuck yeah, for the next time we go to Hawaii, mm-hmm. I'm bringing all kinds of weed. Hey, you should have a drink of your drink that I made you. Why? Because I made it for you. All right. 
Well, what? I guess that's it for Cannabis Corner. Yeah, that's it for Cannabis Corner. What's going on in Blaves Blow? What's going on in Dave's Grow? I'll tell you right now, damn it. Nothing. So we're completely <laughs> done. I harvested my last harvest. Oh my god. And I had, uh, it was in my little strain hunting tent, which I pulled up pound and a half out of. Thank you very much. Not bad. Um, that goes into the collection of the other weed that we have just sitting in the basement. But the, the you know what the wonderful thing about finishing up a grow is? It's clean. Is, is starting a new one. So yeah, so you clean everything up. I've actually taken apart my grow room. I have like disassembled an old tent and thrown it in the yuck yuck trash. And I have a brand new beautiful tent in the box downstairs. Um, and I am going to assemble that tent and I'm going to start growing some new weed now. So I think what I'm going to do is I have some Charlotte's Web seeds, like the actual from the the people. The Stanley yeah. Brothers. The Stanley Brothers. I've got the real deal. So Or CW hemp. Yep. So I've got the actual from the hemp fields, the seeds, and we don't know if they're boys or girls. So I'm going to load up a seed tray with them and put them in the greenhouse and let them go. And then I'm going to um, take clones and then I'm going to sex those ladies and find out which is what and i'm what are you gonna do to them okay so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna i have all these seeds i'm gonna plant them in little um i think what three is because i said sex them <laughs> and you're imagining me doing something filthy to plants so <laughs> what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put you them, said you were gonna sex those ladies that's what it's called so what you do is you put <laughs> them in peat moss and little trays and then you fill the bottom of the tray with water and you put the seeds in the peat moss and you cover it with a dome and I'm going to put it in my beautiful nursery greenhouse and I'm going to let it sit out there and I'm going to sprout them up and then I'm as soon as they get big enough in the golden beautiful sunlight I'm going to clone them so I'm going to take like if I plant five seeds I'm going to make five clones from each plant and I'm going to set those aside and grow them as those are growing the uh, the main seeded plant is also growing and then as soon as they show their sex Meaning if they have pistols, that's a lady. And if they have balls, that's a boy. I'm going dist- to take the boy plants and I'm going to give them to a friend of mine who wants them really bad. And then I'm going to um, take my clones. Well, first I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep my clones in veg forever. And then once I know which is boys and which is girls from the other set of plants, then I'm going to get rid of the boy plants and keep the female plants. I'm going to grow the original seed plants to complete harvest and see which one's the best. And then I'm going to keep the best clone of that one and I'm going to make it a mother plant. And then I'm going to have an endless supply of Charlotte's Web strain here in my very own home. Okay? Okay. So that's what my my ultimate goal is. Man. Um, I'm going to acquire a two-by-two tent from Black Dog LED, which you can buy on their website, blackdogled.com. You can buy a complete grow kit, which... Here's something interesting. So we are about to, I'm sorry, this is a side note, but it's relevant. So we potentially are going to work with a self-contained grow kit or grow cabinet company. Maybe. I think it might work. I don't know. So it's one of those things where you put a plant in a cabinet and it's very stylish and it sits in the corner of your house and then you grow a weed plant in it. And then in two and a half months, you open the door and there's a giant weed plant in there and you harvest it and you dry it and smoke it. Right. Um, 
I believe that in a two and a half by two and a half kit, you can grow like a pound of weed for less money. So I want to do a side by side comparison test. So I'm going to get that small tin kit and we're going to try that and see which one yields more, the self-contained grow cabinet or the other kit. I think the kit will win. I know it will. And anyway, I'm going to use that, that tent to be my mother plant tent after we do that. So anyway, that's my long range plan. I have some feminized OG seeds. I don't know what the hell it's called. Some guy gave them to me. They're like original something. Um, I'm going to grow those. I'm going to get some clones from work. That's why I asked you today if you want super lemon haze. I think I do. So I'm going to grow in the small tent, all super lemon haze. And then uh, in the bigger tent, we're going to do a stoner mom grow where we're going to have four plants, a hemp plant, a sativa, an indica, and a hybrid. Are we going to be able to get those those plants? Yeah, I already. Uh, next week, I'm going to go to the clone store and get get those. So there you go. That's what's happening. And that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. I mean, like we're, we've cured all our last harvest. It's amazing. I'm very happy about it. So, so yeah, that's it. I mean, like that's the future. We're gonna use. We're gonna utilize the fucking greenhouse is our new nursery mm. and experimental laboratory. And then we're gonna use both tents that I have currently. And we're one of them. We're gonna film. Um, and it's gonna be a grown growner mom. I'm going to grow things. Yeah, you are. You're going Because be like, I'm not in any of those videos. You're going to be like, let's take a look at our tent and see how we're doing. Oh, my God. Look at these. <laughs> <laughs> look out for those videos. Those are coming at you hard pretty soon. <laughs> I'm going to get my black thumb green. You are. And I'm going to help you behind the scenes. Okay. What we'll do is we'll have you holding us when you're like, now we're going to mix nutrients. And then we're going to cut to my arm. <laughs> and I'm mixing it up. And then like, we cut back and then you're holding the spoon and it's dripping. And you're like, oh, it's dripping. <laughs> Can we do that? My big hairy arm is in there. And I'll put like fake nails on or something. <laughs> Don't you think that would be hilarious? Yeah. <laughs> now I we're going to pot. We're going to transplant these. And you're going to have my big hairy arms in there. <laughs> With pink nails on them, and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> no, what? <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Well, that's it, man. All right, that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Totally. Thanks, Dave. This episode. This Wait. is episode 97, baby, not 98. Oh, bummer. I thought it was 98. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, I hope you liked it. I hope it was entertaining. I think it was. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Check out our membership site at housevaneaton.com. Follow us on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Instagram and Twitter at C.O. Weed Grower. And follow Catherine on Instagram and Twitter at The Stoner Mom. Support the show by leaving us a rating. What? Did that make sense what I just said? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so stoned. Okay, support the show by leaving us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And please don't forget to subscribe to Mom and Dad are Stoned so you never miss an episode. We love you guys. Thanks so Wait much. Wait a minute. What? What? You, you can listen now on Spotify. You can listen on Spotify. Uh, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Also that. And, and where else? Google Play. And iTunes. And iTunes. And, of course, thestonermom.com. Yeah. So, I don't know. Should we be on other things? I don't even know uh, how that works. We're on Stitcher, too. Yeah, okay. Should we're, we be on Stitcher? Sure. Why not? I mean, like, I have done literally nothing. You just sign up for it and say yes. And every time your, your blog posting of it goes up, it goes everywhere. Anyway, it's happening. So, go check it out. Go look for Go. It's a scavenger hunt. Go see how many places you can find our podcast on. Okay. Well, I love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for... Getting high or not getting high along with us. We'll be back again soon with another episode. Until then, please remember... Wait, wait, wait. Stoner Mom. What? I have a question for you. Okay. I want to do an experiment, and I want to see what you think about it. What? Let's do a giveaway on the podcast. Is that weird? Not right now. No, it's not weird. Let's do it. Okay. What are we going to make them do? I don't know. So you better just keep listening, because either next week or the week after... Maybe we'll have a giveaway. Hmm. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. Okay. Let's see. All right. Until then, y'all, be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind. And smoke weed every day.